Hello and welcome to Is It Me or Is It Them, the podcast with your host, me, April Star Boyd, and I'm a coach, therapist, and breathwork facilitator. And this podcast is a place where we talk about how we're showing up in our lives, in our relationships, in our conversations with the people who we absolutely love and adore, as well as with the ones who really push our buttons and drive us crazy. This is a place where we talk about how we are getting into more integrity with the person that we want to be in all of those moments and the kind of connections that we want to have. So today, I want to share with you an idea that I think is really important for us to all consider and think about. Your environment matters. Here's the thing. (laughs) We need room to grow. As mammals, (laughs) as human beings, we need space sometimes to be able to step out a little further from our comfort zone Sorry, I'm just checking to make sure that my podcast is recording here. Yes, we are good because I'm recording both audio and video right now. So thanks for bearing with me with that. We need space to be able to expand. And let me explain a bit about what I mean. So I had, still have, a group of girlfriends who I love so much. They have been friends of mine since high school I love these women like sisters. They are amazing, wonderful women, and I'm so grateful to have them in my life. And adjacent to them and this circle, I've also been really grateful for my spaces and my relationships and my connections parallel to those relationships with my high school friends that allowed me to try on different parts of my identity and grow and change, and evolve. Because that is hard to do within the circle that you have always known. And I'll give you an example of what I mean. So one day I was getting together with those girlfriends, my high school girlfriends. I think we're going out for dinner. And I had showed up wearing this hat that I thought was very cute. (laughs) And it was so interesting. It was like this little fedora hat I think maybe it was like the late 2000s, Britney Spears had maybe contributed to this trend. I don't remember the details exactly, but I do know I had this little beige fedora that I thought was a good look. I'm not sure about it in hindsight, but at the time I liked it. So I go out and I meet my girlfriends. And the first thing one of my dear friends say to me is, you're wearing a hat? you don't wear hats. And the moment just struck me because it was such a small thing, but it expressed so very much. Even though these women loved me, even though we had this great relationship and great friendship, in each of their minds, They had a certain view of who I was and it was not really okay to extend beyond that, to color outside of those lines 
or to try on any part of a new identity, a new way of doing life, a new way of thinking through how I'm moving through the world, or even the fashion accessories that I'm wearing. (laughs) The message was clear that in this group, we need to keep it the same. And here's the thing. Your friends and family, even though they may love you madly and want what's best for you and care about you deeply and genuinely, we know that change is threatening. Oftentimes, and I've seen this with my couples therapy work quite a lot, one partner starts making some changes, maybe they're starting to drink less, and when you would think the other person who's been saying, you need to drink less, you need to drink less, would be so excited for this change, an interesting phenomenon that sometimes happens is the change actually creates fear. Because I knew what the old template was, and I knew that we were secure in that, even if it always wasn't pleasant and it wasn't always comfortable. I at least knew what was happening. When somebody starts recreating themselves, when somebody starts to take on a new identity in their life, that is often really scary for the other people around us who then start to question and get nervous about, is there still going to be a place for me at your table? Because my senses, and I did not get into it this deeply with my friend at the time, but my sense is that my hat, (laughs) my ridiculous little fedora, triggered a feeling of risk a feeling of something here is changing and I'm not sure that there's always going to be a seat for me at the table if she continues to change. And what if she becomes somebody different than the girl I know and I love and I'm comfortable with? And I think we need both. I think we need our camp of the circle of these long ties. I think if you have people in your life, that is something to be so grateful for because I know that's not universal. So if you have long-term connections, whether that's friends or family that you know love you and it's a good bond, mm, that is so much to be grateful for. And alongside that, in addition or if you don't have those kinds of connections, instead of, we need people, environments, circles, and situations that give us time to just explore, try on new things, try on new ideas, practice new ways of being, change up the script of our usual relationships, our usual conversations, and grow. We know if you ever had a pet turtle as a child (laughs) or a pet fish, there is this phenomenon where the turtle will grow as big as its tank. If you keep it in one of those teeny tiny plastic pools with the little palm tree, the little plastic palm tree and the little plastic rock and all of that, your turtle's going to stay about the same size as when you got it. It might grow a little bit with age, 
but it's essentially not going to grow very big. If you take that turtle and put it into a bigger aquarium, it doubles, it triples, it at times becomes unrecognizable from the little tiny dollar sized, I'm clearly Canadian, loony sized turtle you took home from the pet store. We need this for our own selves. We need spaces where it is safe to grow. It is safe to adapt and change and question some of the habits and some of the ways that we've always done things. Because here's the thing, when I look back on my teenage self who formed these relationships, I give that girl a lot of credit in a lot of ways. She went through a lot. She endured a lot. And she was a broken little girl in many ways. So when I think about how and who she was when she was forming those initial connections, she's a very different young woman than the woman I am today. We're allowed to grow and take on different needs, take on different shapes and form. And as much as I appreciate and respect and love my teenage version of me, Man, I am so glad (laughs) that I outgrew her. I am so glad that that's not the state and the level that I stayed in. She didn't know a lot. (laughs) She did stupid things. She, you know, was vulnerable in so many ways. And I am so thankful for my friends that were a part of my life and my safety circle at that time. And I'm grateful for the different cities that I moved to, the different friendships that I made, the different people that were able to hold space for the different versions of me as I grew, as I changed. And I still go back and enjoy my time with my high school friends today. I still love them like sisters. I still laugh my head off and have some of the best, most nourishing time of my life when I am with those girls. And had I only hung out with them, I'm quite convinced I would not be that different than my 18-year-old version of me. So when you kind of scan through your own life, your own circles, are there places where you're having to conform? Are there places where you're having to stay a little bit smaller a little bit dumber, (laughs) a little bit weaker, a little bit quieter than you actually are? Are there spaces where you have to either tone yourself down or dial yourself up in order to be accepted or safe within that group? Are there parts of you that are thirsty and ready to maybe go deeper then some of those conversations usually go. To connect with your own self and with the people in the room with you at just a deeper level. To move out of this place where maybe some of those connections are great and fun, but maybe they're surface level and you're ready for more. More self-inquiry, more self-reflection, more challenging ourselves, more growth. If that hits home for you, 
I have an invitation for you to consider. I am putting together a group of some of the most incredible, lovely, kind, did I say cool already? Interesting women. (laughs) This is the fifth time that I'm running the group. It's one of my favorite things to do. I've actually taken a bit of a break from it. I did not run it last year for various reasons and I've missed it because what happens when we gather, it's basically two parts to this group. One is self-paced modules that you move through week by week in your own way, in your own time. And the other one is these virtual online gatherings, these retreats when we come in and we get to experience what it is like to move through new ideas, untangle from old beliefs, old habits, old ideas that no longer serve you and expand and grow and be supported, challenged, witnessed, cared for, and affirmed as you're doing this. It is safe to grow. It is safe to evolve. It is safe to question the status quo. It's safe to want more. If that feels good for you, reach out to me, DM me, email me, or check the link that's going to be in the show notes where you can get all the details of the dates and price and all of those things. And let me know if you have questions. I would love to see you there. If all of this resonates for you and if you're ready to be in a circle of women who get it and who applaud it. (laughs) All right. Take care. Bye.